Hi, good morning, listeners. Today is all about God, all about Him. God morning. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. And I'm dedicating today's podcast to our Lord, our God, our Savior, our King. Amen. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. So please join me in praying in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's going to be a great day. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday and let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, we are well aware we cannot make it on our own. So take our hands and hold them tight for we can't walk alone. Amen. Amen. And so listeners, okay, we're going to start with strength for each day. And it says that God sees, Proverbs 15, verse 3, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch upon the evil and the good. Sometimes we feel that no one sees or understands what we're going through. And that can be a very lonely feeling. Listeners, I want to encourage you today by reminding you that God is everywhere, watching over everything. He does have a good plan for your life. And as you continue to seek him, that plan will become very clear. Even the difficulties you experience will work out for your good and fit into God's plan. None of us enjoy or understand injustice, but we all experience it as we journey through life. The good news is that God is a God of justice, which means that he'll eventually make everything that's wrong right if we trust him. You are not invisible to God. He sees right where you are and he will strengthen you to keep you moving forward as you rely on him. Listeners, there is no way that you are alone. Pray with me. Father, help me recognize your presence in my life. Comfort me in difficult times. I put trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. And guys, we did go a couple of days without God whispering in our ear, and I can't go a minute longer. So from the book, He Whispers Your Name, let us sit back and listen while he speaks in our ear. He says, 
You need to know that I care for you affectionately and care about you watchfully. And that includes all your worrying. Worrying can be a stronghold that will cause your faith to fail. And worrying is a habit that is not easily broken, but all things are possible with me and through my help and strength, you can do all things. You can even stop worrying. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Amen. And God is always with you, listeners. Here's more that he has to say. I want you to trust me. Beyond trusting me for something, I want you to trust me to simply be with you, helping you through, not always out. I want you to look to me not only for the results you desire, but with a faith that simply desires me. In the midst of your requests, your prayers that are full of wants and needs, I want you to realize that I can give you all these things, but they are not always best. Many times I simply wanna show you that I can take you through things instead of always bailing you out. You need to know that I will not always rescue you out of your circumstances, but I will be with you through them providing all that you need. If you only trust me, you can live your life even through trials and troubles with joy and peace. I simply want you to maintain an attitude of faith filled with praise and positive expectation. There is no blessing that I will withhold from you and you can trust in my perfect timing. There's nothing to fear, for I am always with you. I'll forever guide you and comfort you. Just believe that I will. Find peace in knowing that I am in control so you don't have to be. Amen. Awesome, Lord. Awesome. And Psalm 23, verse 4, our favorite. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear or dread no evil. For you are with me, your rod to protect, and your staff to guide. They comfort me. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more comfort. And listeners, our God still has more to say. He says, Too often your worries fuel your fears and your faith loses its foundation. 
In order to experience my blessings, you're going to need to be willing to feel feel the fear and let go of your worries. If you continually give in to fear, allowing it to paralyze your faith, you'll never experience my very best in your life. Don't allow your worries to run your life. Trust me to run your life. It's easy to allow your worries to dominate your thoughts. They creep in unexpectedly and it's difficult to get them under control. You must remember to take every thought captive. Consider what you're thinking and ask yourself if they are thoughts that I would be thinking. Do your thoughts line up with my word? If you constantly give in to your worries, you'll be filled with depression, despair, and disappointment. Faith brings you fulfillment, giving you my joy and peace to overcome your worries. If you're overwhelmed by seemingly insurmountable obstacles, make the decision to conquer your worries first with your faith and then live confidently without fear. I am with you in everything. So step out in faith and your fears will disappear. Amen. And listeners, back in Genesis 21, 22, it said, God is with you in everything you do. Hallelujah. Amen. I actually love that. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your good, good, good words. And now, <laughs> whoo, to shift the paradigm just a little. This is and always has been a soft spot for many of us. So today, listeners, I want us to take it on. I want us to roll up our sleeves. Don't worry, I'm raising my hand as well. But I want us to take it on. I want us to understand. I want us to make a plan that we are not going to drift again. We just can't afford to. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 says, and I take a deep breath, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Beginning in the book of Genesis and throughout scripture, 
we read about the law of sowing and reaping. The kind of seed we sow determines the type of harvest we receive, right? Some people think they can sow bad seed, which means make bad choices, and then pray for a good crop, good results with no negative consequences. But listeners, no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. Thankfully, God is merciful and patient, and he forgives our sins if we repent of them. But those who continually sow seeds of anger, seeds of selfishness, seeds of laziness, or other unrighteous deeds will eventually reap a harvest they will not enjoy. I love the law of sowing and reaping because it excites me to think that I can draw blessings into my own life by blessing others. As we sow seeds of obedience to God, listeners, we can be assured that he will send a harvest of many good things our way. Our thoughts, our words, and our deeds are equivalent to seeds sown. Let me repeat. Our thoughts, our words, and our deeds are equivalent to seeds sown. So I encourage you to examine what you are sowing and to sow according to what you desire to reap in your own life. The Bible says, that if we sow to please our own flesh, we will reap corruption. But if we sow to please the Spirit, we will reap eternal life. Alleluia. So remember, listeners, if you sow mercy, you will reap mercy. If you sow judgment, you will reap judgment. If you sow generously, you will reap generously. So get started today sowing more good seed than ever before. Pray with me. Gaze up to heaven. Clasp your hands together. Father, I repent for all the bad seed I have sown and I ask you to help me start today to sow only good seed so I can reap a good harvest in my life. Oh, thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Back in a moment.
Okay, listeners, I love to read and teach and share. And apparently, I love to preach, maybe. Amen. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 11 says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is in his glory to overlook an offense. Listeners, we have got to be slower to anger. Just got to work on it. Just got to do it. So if we want to be angry, we can find plenty of things to be angry about or people to be angry with. But God teaches us to be slow to anger and quick to forgive. He's not asking us to do something that he doesn't do. God is long-suffering with us, and he forgives us over and over and over for the same offense. We know that being angry makes us miserable. And when we are miserable, we usually make others around us miserable also. And listeners, anger doesn't solve not one problem. It merely wastes our time, wears us out physically, emotionally, and mentally, and prevents us from entering into the peace and joy that Jesus died for us to enjoy. There's not any chance that you're going to think of a time when being angry was a blessing or a benefit to you. Not one time. If you are angry about injustice, then ask God what you can do to help change it. If you're angry with someone, just pray for that person and then let go of the offense. Hey, Rod, you're lucky. (laughs) We should be assured that there are plenty of times when other people have to do that for us. So again, I beg you to be slow to anger and always remember that being angry hurts you. It doesn't help or change anything. Amen. Pray with me. Father, I need your grace to be quick to forgive. I need your grace to be slow to become angry. I trust you to help me. I trust you to help me. I need you, Lord, and I trust you to help me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Touch Magazine. Can't live without it. (laughs) It is teaching us today 
about the blessings of patience. Sometimes God's promises can feel far away and too difficult to reach. And that's why many people try to look for a shortcut. After all, they reason if God makes a promise, wouldn't he want us to attain and enjoy it as quickly as possible? Well, not necessarily. When we try to manipulate circumstances and quote unquote help the Lord fulfill his promise, it's possible for us to get in the way of good things, listeners. Good things that he has in mind for us. And for this reason, it's important to be patient and remember that part of the blessing is the trust and wisdom gained while waiting. Now we've come here today to get these blessings started. So remember, it's important to be patient because that part of the blessing is the trust and wisdom gained while waiting. Amen. Woo, doesn't today feel good? It just it just feels good. It feels good to be alive. It feels good to be able to share this time with God. It feels good to know that he's listening, that he's watching us, that he's helping us, that he has gone before us and paved the way. Past tense, listeners, he has already paved the way. All we have to do is get on that path and follow it one step at a time, one day at a time. Love God. Love it. Love Him. Pray with me. Dear Lord, when people around me are difficult, give me perspective and faith. When I am weak, give me strength to forgive. Let me trust your promises, Father. And let me live with the assurance that you are with me not only today, but also throughout all eternity. Amen. And listeners, we must meet our disappointments, our malicious enemies, our provoking friends, our trials of every sort with an attitude of surrender and trust. We must rise above them in Christ so that they lose their power to harm us. Amen. Pray with me. Dear Lord, because you have given your children free will, 
The world is a place where evil threatens our lives and our souls. Protect us, Father, from the evils and temptations of this difficult age. Help us to trust you, Father, and to obey your word, knowing that your ultimate victory over evil is both inevitable and complete. Amen. Here's a victory over evil. 17,022 listeners to date. Amen. Be right back. So listeners, in conclusion, one of the main messages of today is say no to anger. Sometimes anger may feel appropriate. Even Jesus became angry when confronted with money changers in the temple. And on occasion, you, like Jesus, will confront evil. And when you do, you may respond as he did, vigorously and without reservation. But more often than not, listeners, your frustrations will be of the mundane variety. As long as you live here on earth, you will face countless opportunities to lose your temper over small relatively insignificant events. Stay with me. Like a traffic jam, a spilled cup of coffee, an inconsiderate comment, a broken promise. When you are tempted to lose your temper over the minor inconveniences of life, don't. Turn away from anger. Turn away from hatred. Turn away from bitterness. Turn away from regret. Turn instead to God. Amen. Last prayer. Dear Lord, help me to turn away from any angry thoughts. Help me always to use Jesus as my guide for life. And let me trust his promises today and forever. Amen. Bottom line, help me, Lord. Help me say no to anger starting today. Amen. 
Come back and pray with me tomorrow, listeners. 17,022 listeners. God is better than good. Bye for now.